Join now by head coach of the Toronto Raptors, head coach of the Canadian senior men's basketball team, Nick Nurse. Nick, thanks for taking the time. Uh, how is your summer so far? Oh, it's been good, Blake. Uh, thanks for having me on. Nice to nice to talk to you. It's been a while, but no, we've we've had a good uh, good uh, spring. Obviously, the weather's been fantastic here, so we've been we've been enjoying um, the time. You know, kind of the downtime here during the since the season's been over. Anyway, that's great, and and everyone knows the last week of June or so is a huge week for you because. Yes, the NBA Finals just ended. Yes, the NBA Draft is tonight. But this weekend at Toronto Jazz Fest, you're going to get to play with the new power generation, <laughs> Prince's Band. How <laughs> fired up are you? Well, I'm excited. I think I think everybody by now, and you you well know, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Prince fan. I always tell the story of riding a Greyhound bus all the way up to Minneapolis to, to see the Purple Rain Tour when I was a 17-year-old kid. So I've been, I've been, a, I've been a pretty much a, a fan, a lifelong fan, but certainly uh, ever since then. So, no, it's, it's uh, exciting um, for me. I um, uh, love the music, love the band, uh, love the Toronto Jazz Festival. Was was uh, excited when I heard they were coming. That's for sure. That's great. And I know uh, everyone knows, of course, your, your music ties to Arkells as well. And they're opening the rally court in Hamilton uh, a little later this summer that the Nick Nurse Foundation uh, helped contribute to. Um, how how are things going with the Nick Nurse Foundation? I know you have a big golf tournament coming up later this summer uh, that everyone yeah. should keep an eye out for details on as well. Yeah, things are going good, Blake. I think like... Um... Again, with everyone, we got off to, to, to an auspicious start. You know, I think our opening uh, night dinner was, was the night that the news came down about Rudy Gobert, yep. and the next day we, we all went into the pandemic. So uh, we were able to raise some money that night. We, we, you know, had to kind of shift. We haven't been able to get out and do a ton of things, you know, but we did still get some things done uh, delivering instruments back during the pandemic. We had to leave them, leave them in the driveway or the parking lot or wherever and they'd have to come out and get them, you know, things like that. But we have, uh, you know, the, the Thanksgiving dinner, we were able to get out and do in person, the Christmas giveaway thing we were able to do in person. We'll certainly be there tomorrow to uh, unveil this new court. Um, uh, we got, a, we got, a, I was in a school yesterday, which we're getting ready to start a, uh, form and form and fund a whole music department for a school. So we're getting out there and doing a bunch of things. Um, still able to raise some money. You're right. We do have a huge golf event coming up August 3rd. Got some amazing uh, celebrity guests coming in. Uh, that's for sure. Playing it out at Wooden Sticks. I'm super excited about it. That's great. And, and Max, uh, yeah, I, I forgot actually that it, it's tomorrow on, on Friday that the rally court gets unveiled in yeah. Hamilton. Uh, anyone in that Hamilton area, make sure you check that out. And you can find all of it at um, Arkell's Music, all, all the information on their socials. Max actually asked me to come out, Nick. I, I told him I, I can't. I'm in Chicago tomorrow. Uh, but the real reason is I had a, a thought that you might be there and I can't let myself play basketball in front of you. You'll never, you'll never take me seriously again. <laughs> oh man. I would have, I think, I think I might be coaching one of the teams. I could have, I could have had you. We could you could have said, you know, we, we work together. You yeah, played for I, me. I got to coach you. Those would be good stories down the line. So yeah. I'm sure you want to change your mind. 
I, unfortunately, <laughs> I'm in Chicago. That's a real excuse. So uh, can't make it work. But And look, the, the NBA size of the pill has been sold out for a while. Will Lou keeps telling me, oh, I improved my free throw shooting so much. I got to see it to believe it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, maybe maybe it'll work out sometime in the future, too. I know we got Global Jam stuff coming up with Canada basketball and uh, and Sportsnet and everything as well. So might might still be time for us. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, I look forward to it. <laughs> um, so, Coach, we are not too removed from the end of the NBA playoffs. Golden State wins the championship. Uh, I, I talked to Jamma the other day and kind of got his experience being on that side of it with, with Golden State. Um, I'm curious for you with where you guys are at with the Raptors in, in terms of the building and the development. When you watch how the NBA playoffs played out, were you able to take a lot from that, from what you saw, and maybe take that back to your coach's room for the year ahead? Well, I think there's always things, Blake, that you see and evaluate. Um, you know, for me, I'm just I'm just constantly um, looking at how our you know how we would match up, who would be guarding who if we were playing in the game in both directions. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like, can we can we win our share of the matchups, which would which would be able us to compete and have a chance to win the game or the series, right? That's a lot of it. Um, is there anything, you know, really unique or special that either one of the teams do, you know, tactically or stylistically, as well that you just kind of always got your eye on? Yeah, I mean, I think I think I'm kind of evaluating it all the time from both personnel and tactically, you know? Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, an NBA finals where I don't think anyone who played any meaningful minutes was over six foot 10. Certainly, uh, certainly interesting given your roster construction. Um, One thing that stood out to me about the Warriors and and the Celtics as well, since that core has been together for a little bit. um, And I know that it's something you've leaned on early in seasons is that value of continuity within your rotation. And um, I know you guys run a a defense that can be a little tough for guys to get up to speed on right away. Um, How much of a premium do you put on that continuity in your rotation? How much do you value the ability to bring five, six, seven guys back who know what they're doing already? Well, we value it a lot, Blake. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I had, I had a good, talk with a bunch of the guys, you know, just last week. And, and I think that, you know, just, just comparing like what we're getting ready to come into this season versus last, you know, we were, we were picked like 11th or 12th in the East by most people. We didn't really know who we were, had what our identity was, but that's what we worked really hard to build up. And now you're coming in. And as long as you have most of that continuity, you have that from day one. And then that enables you to understand what you're already able to do, right? So there isn't quite as much testing and experimenting. And then it's also um, enables you to, to continue on and grow um, at both ends of the floor and add new things and, and do, um, you know, some more unique things with this group of guys. So the draft is tonight. Um what is your level of involvement in the draft process? Um, I know, you know, when you guys were going to the finals run and stuff, you, you couldn't be at all the draft workouts. Uh, Jamma and, and Brittany and a couple others were flying back and forth and stuff. But um, what is your, your role this time of year as the front office gets ready to, you know, find you a rookie at 33 or explore trades, things like that? 
Yeah, I mean, I've been around mostly, uh, Blake. I, as I mentioned, I've been here in Toronto. So um, for, for it being a downtime, we've had an awful lot of basketball going on in, in our building. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of workouts. Uh, I haven't been to all of them, but I've been to most of them. Um, uh, we also had some, you know, summer league uh, free agent stuff. We had, you know, we had, we've had a lot of a lot of our own players are in town, you know, uh, uh, working out. You know, at the facility. So it's been, it's been, uh, there's been a lot of basketball going on. And and what else? I mean, just constantly talking with um, Bobby Masai and and the scouts. Um, you know, pretty much daily. You know, pretty much just seeing, you know, what the news is, what's going on, any anything shaking. We just communicate, right, constantly. And if it, if it's while we're there, or it's there. If it's early in the morning or late at night, we need to communicate. We do so leading into this thing. But I'm. I'm um, excited to, to, you know, for today. I think it's an exciting day, and you always have a chance to get your roster better today, and that's always exciting for me. When you look at the individual players and you try to see how might they fit in the defensive system that you guys run or the offensive system that you guys run, what is – how do you – how do I phrase this? How do you kind of marry the short-term and the long-term where a guy might be able to – come in and give you something day one, but another guy you think can grow into that role and grow into that system longer term. Um, I, I, I have a feeling that yeah. you as the head coach, you know, you think a little more, how can this guy help me today? How can this guy fit our system today? What is that side of the draft process like for you? Well, I think that you're, you're right. I think you're, you you said a lot in your question there that, sorry, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm, no, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm just going to kind of confirm some of your thoughts there. But I also want to, you know, add my own kind of take to it is that, yeah, I mean, listen, I want to start winning when the ball goes up on day one next week. That is, that is the primary part of my job, right? But I also, you know, have a part of me that understands that, making sure the the soundness of the organization and the long-term, you know, projection or vision or development of the program is, is, is solid. Right. So I think there's always a little bit of, you know, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm usually positive, right. I, I, I get excited about if I think a guy's going to be great, even though it's three years from now, we're excited about getting him in the gym as soon as we can and, and getting him to help our team as soon as we can as well. And and going from there, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I and again, apologies for the the wordy question and kind of no, answering okay. it for you, but it's uh, it's a it's a fascinating thing when you got the organization and you've obviously had a huge hand in this. Um, the develop while you still focus on winning is not something that is easy to pull off. So I'm always curious to hear uh, your perspective on, on how you balance those things, either at draft time or. or um, during the course of the regular season. Uh, I wanted to ask you something semi-related to that about how things go during the regular season. And um, you have a lot of good young players who continue to improve. And when guys improve, they sometimes want more of a share in the offense or the opportunity to get to do a little bit more, show a little bit more. How is that challenge for you when it comes to keeping everyone satisfied keeping everyone developing and keeping the focus on winning. That's, that's a lot of hats at once that you kind of have to balance. 
Yeah, you're you're right. It's um it is one of the biggest challenges of probably coaching in the NBA, Blake. Um my answer probably is I was I'm, I was very fortunate to have really good training kind of in this area. And and what I mean by that is, you know, go go to the go to the D League or the G League where I where I did, you know, 6 years as a head coach and all those guys are trying to make a name for themselves each and every night so they can get called up, right? And and somehow, uh, and you already touched on this too, you know, that the winning is really part of the development. Teaching them how to play winning basketball is, is like at the top of our list in, in developing players, right? So we always tried to do that when we were at the – D-League team, and, and those guys, you know, they usually took a lot of our guys because we had a winning winning program. You know, they, they want teams that are, that are impacting teams that are winning and playing winning basketball. So I kind of always had, you know, that is, uh, had to work through that in the minor leagues, and I think that really helped me. Um, and it, continue, it continues to be a challenge, and I continue to try and hone that part of the craft, but but um, I think it's part of the job. Is there any part of you that you get to the NBA after that time in the G League and you're like, maybe you exhale for a minute. It's like, good, no one can just take my players when we're heading for the playoffs. And now the organization has had enough success that you keep losing assistant coaches. Uh, and you're kind of like, what the heck? This is never end. Uh, I know, you know, Jama goes to Golden State. Uh, Patrick's now going to Phoenix. And, of course, Chris and Nate getting the opportunities that they did. Um how do you, I mean, I guess it's, it's kind of the same question as with the player side, but manage that, that you want the people around you to have better opportunities, but maybe you don't want to lose too many of them uh, each summer. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I think that, um, you know, first and foremost, again, it's really the, my, almost my whole coaching life, uh, Blake was spent trying to, was in leagues that, that people were trying to move on from. You know, so it's kind of ingrained that I was always trying to help people bump up and, and get, you know, if it was England, they were trying to get to, to mainland Europe, Italy, or Spain. You know, if it was the D League, they were trying to get up with their assistants or trying to get head coaching experience or get there one day, right? So, no, I mean, it's, it's again, it's part of what, what we as an organization really value and what I personally really value is trying to do everything we can to help people reach their goals. and. Um, certainly do everything we can to you know, give them the, give them the hands-on experience, you know, like in practice, I let those guys, you know, run the head, head coach, the scrimmages, you know, one on each team and give them a chance to make their own subs, call their own timeouts, <laughs> draw their own plays, all those kind of things. And, and then when it's time for them to go, you know, maybe coach the G league team again, because I think they need some head coaching experience. We've done that. We've had two guys, you mentioned them, Jama and Patrick both kind of moved through there and then, and then they, they move on to, um, you know, bench, front of the bench, you know, hybrid bench positions, and and uh, they end up having great experiences. It's just, just to help them grow, for sure. Nice nice synergy with the national program there, too, where you can get Nate and Nathaniel, you know, those opportunities. And I know Nathaniel's going to be coaching the, the men's team at Global Jam here July 5th to 10th. Uh, so, yeah, nice, nice little synergy uh, there as well. Um, yeah. Do you – I, it might be too early for this, but do you do you anticipate any changes to your staff, or, or you know, kind of like backfilling the the Patrick stuff? Well, it's just it is just a bit too early. Uh, just just don't know for sure, uh, Blake. Like how you know, 
like uh, obviously we need a new 905 head coach, right? So not quite sure where that's going to land. You know, and if that happens to be somebody else that's on my staff, moves over, then we'll have to replace somebody. But just a bit early for those dominoes to kind of all be filled in. Understood. Uh, by the way, sorry, while we're on the coaches, this is not something I plan to ask, but I just thought of it. Uh, you obviously had your acting debut this year. Did you see Sergio's acting <laughs> debut in that new Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> I have not. I hate to tell you, I have not. Uh, We've been trying to watch it. We've been trying to watch it uh, every day for for a while here, and, and uh, we just haven't quite got to it. Though I hear amazing things about it, um, and, and it's certainly on my list of things to do. But may, maybe once I get the draft and the court thing and this music thing this weekend, maybe maybe wait. I got national team starting on Monday, so maybe, maybe uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe July, we'll, 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 we'll get it in. Like, yeah. a few things you gotta, going on you gotta right find now, a break in here somewhere. You gotta at least like get to it? a baseball game or something. Been to one, been to, been to one to one Blue Jays game. Blue Jays are playing great. Watch them. We, we, me and the boys watch them. Uh, we, we love uh, watching them, and we watch the Blue Jays in 30 almost every morning. So we, we're really up to date on how the Blue Jays are doing. Amazing. Well, I got to tell you, Jays Talk Plus, 3 to 5 p.m. on Sportsnet Radio. Uh, I, I'm your guy uh, if the kids want the, the deeper right. dives. Um, yeah, the, the movie Hustle is is really good, and the Sergio and Kyle cameos are, are really funny. Um, one more quick one before I let you go, Nick. I know you got a busy day, but the people would be upset with me if I didn't ask, how's Scotty looking? <laughs> well, he looks fantastic. You know, he really does. I, I um, didn't see him for about a month, and he walked back into the gym, and he did, he did have a an appearance that he looked um, different, bigger, stronger, better, a little smoother on the jump shot. I know, I know that's a lot in a month, but that's that kind of my first my first impression was, wow, you know, like, wow, does he look good? So it looks great. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Coach. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, again, Rally Court in Hamilton on Friday. Uh, Arkell's in partnership with Nick Nurse Foundation. Uh, your Nick Nurse Foundation charity golf tournament coming up in August. Uh, and the Toronto Jazz Festival. You playing with uh, with Prince's old band. Uh, busy time, but it sounds like you've got a, a heck of a summer ahead. So uh, appreciate you taking the time out, Coach. Okay, great. Thanks, man. Take care.